Yo, yo, what's poppin'? It's your man, Liffy Stokes from the Speed Now Monsters. I'm Pope politicking with my man. You did kicking the Willie Bobos, Jack. Yeah. Oh, yeah, bitch, I'm dying. Yeah, yeah, I'm lit, I'm fire. Yeah, yeah, drip on hydrant. Uh, I don't need you, nah, you need me. Yeah, who you think come with the heat? Yeah, who? Me, yeah, I'm making moves when you sleep. Yeah, yeah. I pledge allegiance to the drip. Let me go count my bag. EVS is in the ring like I just won a chip. Bitches on the tip and motherfucker haters too mad. Just counted up a hundred on a plate and I'm right back to it. Ain't no time to celebrate. I've been waiting on this kid so I can handle my shit for a minute and the motherfucker came in late. Shit, let me be great while I sell on my waist and the FN's up right behind it. If you move too fast, get reminded. And your bitch getting fucked right behind it. Welcome back to PolPolitikin.com, your home for self-help meets hip-hop. Make sure you go on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts. Type in PolPolitikin. This is my interviews since 2008. One, two, one, two. I'm in the place to be with Liffy Stokes from the Speed Not Mobsters. How you doing, bro? Hey, man. Chilling. You did? Yeah, I'm glad to have you on the show, man. Like, shit. Man, I was going back listening to your music. I had... I had uh-huh. I'm covered. That shit gave me some memories, man. It took me back to I was a young kid. <laughs> like I, I was like, you know, something you see, you be like, oh shit, like, that shit took me back, man. Cause right. I'm from Mississippi. Okay, oh, okay, yeah. You know, they was bumping twisted back then. Uh-huh. Yeah, so we just want, man. We gonna just chop it up. What you smoking on right now? Uh, a little biscotti biscuits. This with a little guava cake. Okay. What you rolled up in? Man, I'm, this is in the backwood right here. I'll be uh, I'll be fucking with the with the uh the what you call the wraps too, the ones that already just got a stuff. Oh, uh, pre roll. No, what the man? The uh, King Bombs. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. You like those? Yeah, when I'm on some lazy shit. Um. So yeah, man. Let's look back. Uh, first off, where you from? Chicago, West Side. Okay. Then um, shit. Just take us back before, like your first, your your youngest memories of music, of hip hop. How old were you? Uh, I had to been on a ride in the car. My mama taking me to school. I'm hearing uh, Curtis Blow, The Breaks. But then I really started, like my first hip hop album that I ever got my mama to buy me was a Run DMC single. It's like that. Mm. Stuck MCs on the B side. Yeah, you came out hard then. <laughs> that was your first, that was a pretty solid one. Yeah, shit, I had been about eight, seven, eight years old, man. I was like, man, this tip right here, this is music I like, mama. <laughs> so what, what, what made you, uh, the MC. To keep it honest, man, I was really a a, a poetry writer in, in grammar school, man. I, you know, I had a couple of poems that's in the uh, United States Library right now. Okay. So I always was a writer before I became a rapper. Uh, who are some of your influences as far as with the music? You know what, man? A lot of people don't say it, but they know it's true, though. 
playing the fat boys. You know, we was little. They was funny as hell. You know what I'm saying? My homie just, like, my homeboy just had, um, yeah, they had the movie too. They was like, they, the they was the first movie. motherfuckers with the movies, all that shit. They the ones that made Crush Groove. Huh. Crush Groove would have been boring as hell if the fat boys weren't in. Then how you come up with your name? Well, you know, everybody called me Malefic. Was Malefic in the hood, so for sure everybody was calling me Liv. And, you know, I ain't want to be like them New York niggas, you know, coming with some old Italian ass name, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Giovanni, you know. I wanted to come with something that represented the land that's, you know, was one of our peoples who was getting money and wasn't snitching no shit like that. It was a straight up dude and it was Fluky Stokes. So mm -hmm. I blended the Liffy in, Liffy Stokes with the Fluky Stokes, just took his last name. Right. In Chicago, yeah. So, so how did um, Speed Our Monsters come up? <laughs> Actually, it was a nigga was hating on Twister back then, right? Nigga was like, man, that slow flow the shit, you know what I'm saying? All that fast shit, that ain't nothing. He happened to been at the radio station, so we ride down one of the blocks in the land on Cicero, and my man said, You say you're a battle twisted, there he is right there. I looked to the side, this one, they pulled up on the side of us. So my man was like, uh, Man, call him, pull him over, tell him you want to battle. I'm like, man, fuck, dude, I ain't for the sweat that nigga. <laughs> like, you scared, you scared. I'm like, man, fuck it. I pulled over, I said, man, what's up, you want to battle? He's like, all right, I want to hear some shit, but if you whack, I'm going to let you know. <laughs> I said, man, so we pull over in the gas station. I bust a little something. He, he said, oh, okay. So he get out the car, and then he bust something. You know, we went back and forth a couple times, and I was like, you know, I just want to let you know niggas in Chicago, you ain't the only nigga rapping out here. You know what I'm saying? So that was it. We ended up going to the studio over in Holy City. And uh I was, you know, I was running around saying everybody I fucked twist up. You feel me? Did you get him for real? Or you just I ain't gonna say I fucked him. I'm gonna keep 100. I ain't fuck him up. You know what I'm saying? He, he had some shit. We was going back and forth. He ain't fucked me up, though. But it's like, you stand up with Tyson, you gonna, you gonna talk that shit afterwards, huh? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm man, I fucked dude up. That nigga ain't shit. You know, one of his guys was in the studio. He like, oh, yeah. He's like, shit, when you be coming in here? I like, shit, I be here tomorrow. We got time for, for the mind Thursday and Friday. He's like, oh, okay, cool, cool. I'm gonna fuck with you. So, man, the next day we come up in the studio, I look to the left, I see Twist in this motherfucker, him and his man. I said, okay, these niggas must want to, you know, they want to squad. So, you know, I go in there with the mad dog. Me and my guys, we go in the motherfucker room with the mad dog, like, what's up? So, we, everybody, wasn't nobody saying nothing. Twist was like, oh, niggas ain't trying to do nothing. And I was like, what's up? So, then they kicked off from there. We started rapping, you know? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Man, we was driving for about two hours. And then after that, he was like, man, you know, I'm trying to start a little crew up on the west side, MCs and shit. You know what I'm saying? You're like, man, I want y'all to be down. I was like, shit, we with it. I'm with it. Me and my man Maze, we was with it. Yeah, I would say, but um, even that, that mob stability, how that album yeah. come out? That was real shit, man. I was going back and listening to it now, like, 
That shit's solid, man. I think it was underrated. Oh yeah. A lot of people don't know, man. It's really like it was really like 13 monsters. Mm. We just was the ones that came out with the name. But it was other groups within the monsters, though. Who were the other groups? Definitely classic, you know what I'm saying? It went platinum. With, and really without any really real video play. We only really dropped one video for that album. Because we was into it with the label off of Twister's Adrenaline Rush album. Uh, so what you thinking about the game now? I know you you know you probably seen you seen a lot. How you think the game is right now? Well, actually the game's sweet right now, man. It's like shit, if you got your own following, you don't even gotta sign with a label. You can just do your one two and make your own money. Book your own shows. You know what I'm saying? Now if you wanna take it to the next level and get mixed in with the overseas money and all that, then you do some type of collaboration with a label or joint venture, then it's cool. But either way it go, it works better for the artist because it works better for the label. They ain't got to pay no money to print up no product. You feel me? Yeah, with the streaming and everything. Yeah. And social media. <laughs> social yeah. media a lot too. Yeah, yeah, it do. Game way more simpler now. I mean, Chief Key shows you that when they shot a video in his basement, mama basement, 15, 20 niggas with their shirt off with a bunch of Reggie on the table. Uh, <laughs> and it blew up. What else you what you been working what else you working on right now? Right now we're working on a project, uh we're doing the mobs presents Stokes and Banks. Turtle Banks one of the speed in our moms. He was on a lot of the albums and with the legit ball albums we was doing. You know, it was a period when a transition mode from the mom's ability and adrenaline rush before Twister dropped Kamikaze and we got up with Kanye. We was doing our own uh, independent label, Legit Ballers. We did that for like two, three years. He was on that label. Yeah, that's tight, man. You've been game for a while. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You work with any new artists? Yeah, I got a couple of new artists in the works right now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm going to put them on a project. They, You know, they're in the incubator right now. What's some things you learned about the game since you've been in? Like some lessons? The game is to be sold, not told. <laughs> man, it's like I tell people, man, it, it ain't like it was when we came in the game, but when you do your first deal, no homo. We prepared to catch that dick. You know what I'm saying? You don't get some dick in the ass for that first album because you don't know no better. Uh -huh. A lot of people, a lot of people get you. You coming from a little city, or you coming from a big city, and you say you from the west side, or say you from Brooklyn, or whatever, or whatever, Compton, you just want the people in your neighborhood to know you can rap and you got some shit. It blow up from there. You don't ever really realize how big you is until you go out of town, and then motherfuckers meet you at the airport and at the radio station or at your hotel. You like. Damn, they playing the shit out here like that. That's how they get you. Because they know that you don't know how big you is. By the time you realize how big you is, is after you went on tour. 
You know what I'm saying? You done made it to the tour money, but now the tour done stopped. You come back home, you like, okay, I ain't getting that little 25, 50. Where my money at from the album? I ain't seen the dollar off that shit. Where my bread? Hmm. Now, you know what I'm saying? Now you call them like, what's up with my paper? And they like, well, we had this and this to pay for, and the tour you went on, we sponsored it, and then they came up with all type of angles of where your paper at. And now you realize, okay, ain't no such thing as the back end. Whatever you're going to get from these motherfuckers, you got to get up front. Yeah, back end going to go to them. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that's the main thing you, you learn from the game, man. Get everything you don't get up front, man. Man, you, you talking about, it sound like you on some ism shit because you saying what the pimps say. The pimps say game be sold, not uh, told. And then they be saying, get the money up front. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a pimp game, man. For real. I was going to say, too, um, but I noticed one thing with you, because actually we had a lot of artists on the show where, say, like how you got with Twister, then you actually end up putting an album out. But it'd be a lot of artists where they get with another artist and they never put nothing out. So what would you say to artists? Would you say they should get with a bigger name artist or should they just start doing their own thing from the jump? I'll tell you what, man. Now you're getting into a tricky situation. You know, uh, it, it would be best if you got on by yourself without an artist. I mean, it ain't too many Rick Rosses and Jay-Zs out here. You feel me? There ain't too many masterpieces where they rapping, but they want you to be just as successful or more successful than them. You know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, when you first start now, man, y'all all coming from the dirt. You know what I'm saying? So, it's one for all, all for one. Once, that one artist gets to a certain level doing this thing. He might see it when like, okay, I got the obligation to look out for my guys because they help me get to where I'm at. But then once you start making money and doing your things, they start looking funny like, okay, this they making more moves or doing more stuff for them than they doing for me. And then the conflict of interest come into play where he looking like it's looking kind of funny. So now he might tell them to slow down on your shit because he the main artist, and he the one that brought you to the table. A lot of people can't look at it from the boss perspective, so that's a 50-50 thing right there, man. Yeah, cause I had, um, I don't know if you know uh, Ritz, but Ritz with Tech 9 so he was kind of um, talking about it a little bit. Then we actually had, I don't know if you remember J-Hood. J-Hood was one with the uh, locks. Yeah. Yeah, we had him on the show, so he was talking about this situation too, but yeah, it's tricky. It's tricky. Ain't that another song? It's tricky, tricky, tricky. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then like, <clears throat> even with Twister, you know, we have fallen out, but he kind of brought me the right knowledge, you know what I'm saying, taught me knowledge yourself when I was out here knucklehead. So I might have been mad at him about the news and shit, but I can never be mad at what a nigga taught me. You feel me? Yeah. So instead of going to another level with the shit, you rather just, you know, break stride, let them over go their way, and you go your way. 
Yeah, I see you. Uh, you got a label now, right? Mob Town Entertainment. So it's just you, or who else? Who else with it? It's just me, my man Turtle Banks. You know what I'm saying? I got my uh, I got a couple artists. You know what I'm saying on the label. My man Bree, he's from St. Louis. My man Pitt, he's from the Loop. Uh, I got a Dominican and Puerto Rican. She's a singer and a rapper. It's a couple artists I'm working with right now. You know what I'm saying? Just getting everything together. But the first project is the Stokes and Banks project. Y'all would say, so how you feel like uh, when you first started in the game, did you think like you would be able to stay in the game so long? Was that the, like, was you looking at the game like I'm going to do this long term or when you first started? And when you first started, man, you just having fun. Oh, uh, <laughs> having fun, get the fuck on, you know what I'm saying? Get a couple dollars. Then you realize on oh, the first with that first project, you like, oh no, you know what? Not supposed to get way more money than this shit. You know what I'm saying? Now you focusing. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes you might think that an artist, man, I'm just real thing I learned. Like you might think an artist. Bullshit, like man, what this motherfucker lazy? Why he ain't drop nothing? It don't even be that, man. You be going on tour, you be in tour with the label, and shit, they won't let you drop nothing. And the fight might go on two or three years. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And by the time you come back out, shit, it's, you know, okay. rappers come out every second of the hour of the day. You know what I'm saying? Now everybody, you done got bypass. It's three years. Now if you don't make a super back big impact. You just in the crowd now. You know what I'm saying? I actually took a break and stepped back for like three, four years, man. And just chill. And waited for my love to build back up. What made you do that? Man. What made me what come what come back? No, what made you take that break and come back? Because the music was the game was changing, man, and then it's like I noticed with a lot of artists, it's like you kind of lose your love for it, man, with the business aspect of the shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like you you do so much business, and a lot of it was bad business. You be like, you know what? I'm gonna, I just me, I ain't gonna lie, man. I can rap, and I know how to get money outside in the streets. I'm like, man, it's more simple to get money out in the streets, man, and fuck with this shit. So I just went back in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Then I realized. You know, a couple of my guys, like, man, what you gonna do? You gonna keep doing this shit? But you go back and do what the fuck you know how to do best, nigga, that everybody knows you know how to do this shit. You know, the ins and outs. You'd have been in all the meetings with Lee Hoare, Julie Greenwald, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Mark Pfizer, all of them. You know how to do this, you know? So I was like, damn, you're right, man. Let me get back into this shit, man. Leave these streets alone. So really, the guys got me back into it. What you think? There's been a lot of rappers that's been dying in the streets, though. That's because niggas is bringing the streets to the industry, dog. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You can't mix that. You can't mix them two big. You can't mix that together. You can't mix the streets and a legitimate business together. It's impossible. Mm. Because now you're bringing killers and shooters and hustlers with you. And where they, how they supposed to get money? You think they you think they're gonna be satisfied with that little t shirt money? You tell them to go sell a t shirt while you <laughs> on stage. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, no motherfucker wanna be spoon fed, man. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Now you bringing all these niggas 
and, and street situations happen when you put street street niggas together. So you know what I'm saying? Oh, I think you kind of um what you think about the six nine situation. Man, this is just a rat ass nigga, man. I mean, you know, a rat shit. At the end of the day, you talking about they bullied you and this and that, but your paper long. You could have went out and hired any type of motherfucker to knock a nigga head off if you was really that type of nigga. You was what you scared for. You blood too. You big blood because you got more money than anybody. Uh-huh. But you know, he don't know, he probably didn't know the game like that. But then he did. See, this is the thing with that motherfucker, why he's such a motherfucking piece of shit. He was giving orders of he got 30 packs on niggas' head and all type of shit, but then when he went in the joint, he was a kid. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know I mean? I'm just a kid rapping, and, you know. You know but doing. you know the fans do what they knew what they was doing, man. They had it from the they had it from the beginning, man. But I would say, but uh, I don't know. Like people, I actually had her on my show, so I ain't trying to talk no shit about her. But people be trying to say, uh, maybe Stallion ratting on Tory Lanez because she's talking about it, so they saying she's snitching. Is that snitching? I ain't gonna say she's snitching, but she doing some bogus ass shit. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Because she know it wasn't. She know it didn't go like she trying to portray it as it went. See, like I said, a lot of people let people get in their ears. You feel me? Since she up with Rock Nation, where Rock Nation supposed to put a call in and threaten him, told him his best interest to don't say nothing. So then they tell her to say her little side of the story. Right now, everybody on women's right and, you know, all that women's shit right now, everybody on. So she can come out and say with anything and everybody going to ride with her anyway, man. And she know that. She using that against that man because evidently, church, we all know. If he would have shot her, she would have he went to jail. <laughs> but I said, that's what I said. I said, I ain't no motherfucking way you getting out there. I don't know the fuck he talking No about. way you getting out there, nigga. I don't give a fuck if it was a, I don't give a, if it was a ricochet or whatever. You pulled that, you pulled that trigger. Say, okay. Come on, man. And then, like you said, there wasn't no fragments in her foot. No nothing. Like what really happened? Motherfucker really don't know. They know they just don't want to say that shit. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Some goofy shit happened. Like I say it's some shit that was- what I thought was, you know, she a big bitch. Tori Lane's was about five, three, got them a little motherfucker. I thought I was like she, she probably beat his ass and he got her, he backed up off of him. You know what I'm yeah. <laughs> but they said no, that ain't happening. You ain't got no fragments, yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to, yeah, that shit weird. That shit weird. Some weird ass shit, man. Some some weird industry shit. I see you uh you like your sports fan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm waiting on the bass to come on now, man. A couple hours. Oh, all Chicago. Yeah. All Chicago teams. Yeah, yeah. All Chicago, man. I'm that high Chicago, man. So so you don't think LeBron better than Jordan? Come on, sir. <laughs> that ain't even no question, man. Come on, man. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. This is what I tell my folks on some real shit. As far as the sports and standing up for your people, Braun, the greatest ever. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He right up there with Ali. With Muhammad Ali. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And really, Muhammad Ali was forced to do that. Yeah. He wasn't. 
You know what I'm saying? So I give him the utmost on that, but that killer on the court with that ball? Church. The NBA was about to go to funk before Mike got in the league, man. Oh. <laughs> Mike, Mike took the whole NBA global. That's why they got, that's why these niggas the outside who can't make it to the league can go over to Yugoslavia and China and play and still make a little bag because of Mike. Oh. And so you do something like that, nigga, you will never be better than Mike. You don't even sell more gym shoes than Mike, man. Oh. I'm still buy Mike. I just went bought some Mike's yesterday. <laughs> so you wanted to run better than Mike, huh? Nah, I just want I just wanted to get you riled up. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought you would enjoy it, you know. I already know you gonna get mad. Oh yeah, man, all in the dough. Nah, he gotta win some more championships to beat Mike. He gotta win some, and he gotta he gotta take that killer instantly. I ain't trying to hear that old. The right basketball play, man. No. You know what I'm saying, man? We don't be scared to take that shot, man, when it's yeah. clock ticking down. That, that one game I saw him, I saw the one game when when Davis, it was the Davis got that buzzer beater. Man, he was so happy he passed that shit so quick. What? He be <laughs> ready to pass that shit. He don't want them shots, man. He don't want them shots, man. Yeah, that's why I was like, I was like, shit. Even like, okay, you shouldn't even pass that shit to Green anyway. You should have just tried to score. You would have got fouled or something that when he passed the green and green missed it. Yeah, he missed it. Sure. That's because Braun, Braun don't be want to take no free throws, though, fam. Yeah. You know that. He don't be want to take no free throws. I noticed that, too. He ain't got that killer in him. Yeah. The man is a motherfucking physical freak, goddammit. The man hoop like he's 6'5", and he's 6'9". Uh, but saying, he just ain't got, he ain't got this right here, man. Uh, What's their interest outside of music? That's a good question, man. Huh. Really, man, just, you know, I like putting properties together and shit, man. I always been one of my mother watch TV and like to see my mother working on cribs and hmm. turning cribs that's bogus as hell into some beautiful shit. You know what I'm saying? I like doing that. That's the other thing, but other than that, man, I just, I hate to sound like an ignorant motherfucker, but because I got a whole lot of knowledge, but <laughs> the streets had me, dog. <laughs> yeah, that, that's so cliche, because I hate niggas to be saying that shit, man, I'm a street nigga, and you know. Did you go to jail? You never, uh, did you ever go to jail? A prison? No, nah, man, dumb motherfuckers go to jail, fam. Oh. Uh. Yeah, I Everybody who know the niggas know niggas know the real. When you sloppy and you dumb, do goofy shit, you go to jail, man. When you act off emotions, you go to jail. I'm not an emotional dude. Huh. Yeah. Even though I be shit, like you know how that shit go, man. You gotta do what you gotta do to survive, survive sometimes. So however you gotta do it, you gotta do it. You just gotta be smart. <laughs> Man, you know it's a blessing. I, I man, I tell you what. It's well to me. Last year, last year was the first time, and I, I never even, I never got past the bullpen in jail. But last year, for some petty shit, them of us had me in six days in the joint, man, with with no motherfucking bond. <laughs> that was the most I ever spent in that motherfucker. Oh. Oh. 
I was about to crack up on that 23 and 1, man. I don't know how niggas do it. Hmm. Man, what, what advice would you give the new artists? You was kind of talking about it earlier, but what advice would you give the new artists if they want to um, get their name out, build their career up? First of all, you got to really want to do it, man, because it ain't easy. You know what I'm saying? The way you might see how people come up, you're like, oh, they got it all easy, but it wasn't easy. You got to be persistent. You got to really love what you love what you do to keep to get you up every morning to do it. But like I said, it's way easier now. You know what I'm saying? Instead of going about that Zaza pack or tricking on these hoes or going about some $1,000 jeans, go get your studio time. Make the music, you know what I'm saying? And work at your craft. So you can get the Zaza on the bitches later. Yeah, they get That's you. the main thing. Yeah, that's what's up. Now, I said, what be messing me up right now is they get the jeans, then the jeans, like, all under their ass. I'm like, why y'all wearing these? <laughs> that shit crazy, man. I don't know where these kids getting that shit from when they pants like that. Then when you fighting, you wonder why you getting your ass whooped. You can't, your pants ain't even on. That's why you getting your ass whooped. It's like, that's why you getting your ass whooped on the real. Man, I was just telling, nowadays, though, you see, the bitches square up like niggas fighting. And the niggas be out there fighting like bitches, grabbing each other's dreads and shit. Tell let me go, let me go. Yeah, on that whole shit. So you know what I'm saying? Has, uh, has the COVID affected you, uh, affected you any? How's your life been with the COVID? I mean, really just, this, this shit done changed. Like, you know, motherfuckers don't be out like that no more, man. It's kind of awesome. So just a tripped out time, church. Like, you know, luckily I haven't had anybody that was affected close, close to me that got it, but I have heard about some people having it. I done heard about some people who didn't have it, and the doctors came to him like, can we say that he had this? Because, you know what I'm saying, whatever little shit they got with the government to get 10,000, whoever do it, and if you put them on the incubator, 35, all that shit. You know, I done heard the conspiracy theories personally. I done seen the real shit personally, so I don't know. <laughs> what you think about it? Uh, I don't know, man. Like I, I like even like like now I'm watching the NFL, right? So all these athletes they say are getting it, they right back in the game. Like fucking Trump got that shit. His ass back next week doing fucking um rallies. You know how hard it is to do a rally like that? The talk, you talking about he had corona a month, a week ago? Like, you know, when they create man-made diseases, they had to cure with it. You can't yeah, drop right. it unless you already got the cure. Yeah, exactly. They can't give you the cure the money in the get back. Yeah. You want to give a motherfucker something that you might get catch it again. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, so I'm Trump just... got the... Man, you straight. You ain't got to worry about nothing else. That's why he came out to me. Yeah, I might not have it again. Yo, Yo, he already know, huh? Because I be telling people, man, you can hate Trump all you want, man, but at least he gonna tell you the truth. Man. He tell you how he feel. Joe Biden, man, he, he just as bogus as Trump, but he'll sit there in your face and be like, hey, I love you guys. <laughs> you know what Somebody was telling me like this. They said, would you rather have a person Say, say you working at a job. Would you ever have a person that's nice to you? They always be nice to you, speak to you every day. And talking shit behind your back? Yeah, and they don't give you no money? Or would you rather have a person that's talking shit to you right in your face, saying whatever, 
But then you getting your raises on time all the time. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like I told him, I said, man, I don't know. This is the first time I ever seen Trump got the hood. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I said. I was like, man, man, I'm going to keep it fucking with you, man. I might lose some people. Hopefully, I don't. So. I voted for Trump. I just voted for him today. Fuck that. <laughs> I was, like, I was like, man, I got paid with Trump. This this shit. I feel oh, no other president where I got this much money doing. I feel church. Hey, I tell niggas the same thing. Me too. Like I told him, I said, man, Barack was a good look, but he didn't do shit for nobody. All he did shit for was for the gay community. He passed all the laws for them. He got them a whole new way of life. He didn't do nothing for the brothers. And Trump said it. What do I do for y'all? Trump keeping that shit funky, man. I like Trump. The <laughs> only thing is like, man, it's just like, sometimes that shit the media, bro. Cause I be like, man. The media, I, be like, I be like, why every time a, a cop shoot a black person, that shit got to be on the news. Like every time they got to make that shit like, man, I, I, don't know, I don't know if you heard about Breonna Taylor, man, but I heard like she was basically yeah. like the uh, dope girl for the, for the little operation. So they did a drug raid, and that's why they did that shit. People acting like she just got shot off GP and shit. So I'm like, no, but no, because the nigga who they was looking for was already locked up. So it's some bullshit with that paperwork. Yeah, let's see what what I thought was because she probably fucked with a lot of dope boys. Yeah. She got a big old ass. I say she had a big old ass. So I'm like, okay, she probably fucked with a lot of dope boys. Dude probably was in the joint. You know how dirty police she is. They like, dude, probably got the stash at her crib. They was going in there to look for the money, nigga. Yeah. yeah. I was saying, every time, like, to me, it's like every time it's some black and white shit, sometimes, like, I think sometimes we can't just jump. Like, we quick on that, especially on that marching shit. I'm like, that shit gotta be over with. We gotta think smart in that, but we can't just, that shit just, we've been doing it so long now. It's like every time somebody die, we, trying to do this marching and rally and shit. I don't understand that no more. <laughs> I'm like, this shit ain't working. We've been doing that for no, years. I think sometimes every time, it's like, if you ever try to uh, say, like, they be showing you like little 30 second clips. 30 second clip ain't enough to figure out the fuck happened. So then you go on a 30-second clip, and you don't know what the fuck really happened. You don't know how long them people been knowing each other. You don't know. You know what I'm saying? You got to sometimes get the whole story before you just react out some little. Yeah, just like with that George Floyd shit. With that George Floyd shit where they like him and dude worked at the same motherfucking yeah. club. Yeah. I told somebody that the, I told somebody that a black dude that he was like, what the fuck? You ain't done for the cause. I'm like, man, they knew each other. That shit wasn't no just no cop did that. No, man, no. What what side you on? I'm like, bro. No, <laughs> no, it's a real shit. I'm from Chicago, fam. Well, it's it's a it's a black man's right to go through, nigga. You gonna get your ass beat by the police or something. These motherfuckers bogus as hell now. Don't get it twisted. You know what I'm saying? They bogus in the motherfucker. And then these new motherfuckers, they got these little young boys who been playing, I call them Call of Duty babies. They been playing Call of Duty all their life and they come out want to be a policeman detective and uh -huh. they see shit real and when that adrenaline get to pumping, the motherfuckers be scared, man. I say that they need to, when you become a policeman, you need to take some type of aptitude test to show how motherfucking scary you is. 
Because if you a scary motherfucker, you don't need to be out here policing real niggas. Real I think, people. I think it I think that too, but then at the same time, I think they should have that shit like if you have to to be a police here, you have to live here. That shit appears. Yeah, exactly. They know your mama stay, everything. Uh, you gonna act right. <laughs> they gonna fix everything. But then it's gonna be more like love, then you know what I'm saying? Like you, I remember when I was in high school, one of our coaches was the uh police officer. So he was like, you know, he kind of looked out for it sometimes, but if they ain't from your community, they really don't give a fuck about you. Hell no, they know they got a COS. But then they won't go to their community acting like that. They if they go to their community like that, shit. They gonna they gonna protect their community, but they fuck our community up. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it's, yeah, you don't want to get talked by the office. Like I said, I told I said, man, there's got to be something to it. These people that went and brought up systemic racism, man. I said, so Trump is really a threat in that motherfucker. For them people to be like, okay, we gonna have to get above the blacks a bone. We gotta no, get them a bone. I was, I was like. I was actually like listening to the uh, debate and I was like, damn, they brought, they brought this up? I was like, oh shit. But then I was like, man, Trump got his ass with that damn, um, he said that, he said, man, you had that law 94. The super, the super law. He killed him. That's what I was telling. Man, that's I, was what like, I, was what Trump, I was like, Trump came with the shit. <laughs> right, I was telling niggas that I said, man, they got pictures, they got video of Biden saying, all right, we got, already got too many uppity niggas in the judicial system. And, he didn't been saying bogus ass shit. He don't. He want to lock everybody up because he don't want his wife getting raped and his son getting beat up, man. But then, like, like, like to me, like you said, if Obama was in the office, when he was vice president for all them years, what did you do? Then, what, what's gonna? Why is he gonna do something this time? He wasn't doing that last time. He had his opportunity to do something. That hey, is- man, I know you. I know you're the people out of pedophile and shit. Too hot, that nigga be sniffing on kids and rubbing on kids and shit, man. <laughs> yeah, you ain't seen that shit. Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> Joe Biden, the pedophile, man. Yeah, I'm waiting on that damn Epstein shit to drop. If it drop. They ain't gonna drop man. Just naming too many real models, naming too many powerful people in there. Yes. You know, even with that uh, with, with, what's her name, Clint Hillary Clinton. All this shit that's going on too is a little diversion from you know she going to court about that that uh, fucking with them kids and shit. You know she had something to do with that shit too. That's what I would say too. I was like. So you got that going on, and then I'll be like, man, they fucking with R. Kelly like that. Like, you got like people like that shit they were doing like way bigger than what R. Kelly was doing. So I guess that's when you know R. Kelly got up that time in that damn uh, interview. Man, R. Kelly just in church. R. Kelly just got hurt with a a tsunami of disgruntled hood, disgruntled groupies. He got hit with a, a tsunami of disgruntled groupies, man. He ain't got no more money to pay off. He ain't no more money to pay him off, so, you know. Because you, you, you know, look at the instances, man, you, you in there. First of all, you might have went to a club that's 21 and over. How the fuck she even get in there? You like. Yeah, when they 15, 16. And she get in there, you get in there, man, you don't know that girl, how old she is, and after you've been fucked up there, whatever. You like I ain't number fifty, sixteen. I can. You like oh shit. You ain't no. 
Where your mama and them at? What you doing down at five in the morning? But then they want to come sue a nigga. You feel me? Church. I don't even talk about that Kev shit, man, because he from the crib, too. They doing them a little bogus, man. But you yeah. know, when I saw that videotape, when he peed on little mama, when they was peeing on each other and shit, I seen them, man, when one of the grown chicks had them some, like, little Barbie doll panties and shit. And the way that nigga said, ooh, I was like, man, shit, <laughs> that nigga, man. <laughs> My man told me, he said, man, remember when you said that shit? You said that shit in 02. I said, I showed, I said, man, it's something to that nigga, man. He a little too geeked up on them baby panties, man. Well, he said he got molested when he was younger, too, so shit. Yeah, they got that nigga with that uh, Survivor R. Kelly shit. I was like, damn. Man, Martin, man. That, shit, that shit was a rap when that shit came out. I was like, yeah, it came out like part two and three. This shit was long as fuck. They gave, that shit was like an episode every day. <laughs> Man, you do two fed cases on that, and then you implement it again off TV, man. What do you think about Bill Cosby situation? Man, Bill, they, man, they know that shit bogus, man. Yeah, real. That shit. That sad. man ain't even sniffed the pussy, dog. All he did was give him a little something to uh, squeeze some titties, man. Yeah, he, he just he, he never touched the pussy. All they said is that he jumbled some titties, man. Why you gonna put an 80 year old nigga in jail, man, for rubbing on some titties? Now, from what I heard back in them days, the Quaaludes was like the ecstasy pill. Yeah, it was. Hey. You at a party. That's what everybody doing. That's what everybody doing that. That's what I said. I hope, yeah. I, hope he, I hope he can survive when he don't die in jail, though. But I think he got he gonna have like one more year if he don't beat this case. He's gonna have like one, because it's like three to five years. His time be easy, man, because he got a lot of money, man. Yeah, he probably just, in a little camp anyway, where he can go out and do whatever he want anyway. It just fucked up, though. Yeah, that shit fucked up. Wait till that man get hating and do that man like that, man. Yeah, what would you like to say to your fans and supporters? Man, I just want to tell them, man, thanks for supporting and keep can keep supporting the niggas throughout all these years. And I need y'all to keep supporting now with this new project. Stokes and Banks off Mob Town Entertainment. You did when they dropped it. It was already out. No, we ain't dropped yet. We working on the uh, how we, we was doing the EP, and we we got to such a groove. We just gonna turn it into an album. Uh, we're gonna be dropping something pretty soon um, before Thanksgiving. Yeah, make sure you hit me up. Cause I got another show. Me and my homie, he got folks in Chicago, so he probably be happy to talk to you, my DJ. Called okay, my brothers. Say what? It's called just two black brothers. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. But it'll be it'll be three of you on, but then it'll be four if the homie listening. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man, for sure. Yeah, I want to say thanks for coming through politics with me. All right, no problem, man. Anytime. What's your uh, social media again? Uh, my social media is uh, Liffy Four at uh. Oh, that's my email, man. My uh, Instagram is four, the number four, Liffy Stokes on Instagram. Uh, four Liffy Stokes on Twitter, too. I'm saying across all platforms. Check my little video streams out on YouTube and everything, Liffy Stokes. 
Thanks for listening to Poe Politicking, your home for hip-hop, personal development, and more. Make sure you subscribe, download, like, share, and comment. Word of mouth is always the best form of promotion. So if you enjoy listening to the show, pass it along to a friend.